quarter than our man Wild Bill. He was Cupid earlier this year. It's got to be distracting shooting free throws. Welcome to a special edition Aggie Legends podcast. Um, I'm with my dude, Kellen. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? <laughs> um, <clears throat> quickly, this is just going to be um, a quick episode, uh, more just a follow-up from our, our first episode of the month, the Suicide Prevention Awareness um, episode that we did. Um, I want to say thank you for the great feedback. Yeah. Um, we've got lots of emails, texts. Yeah, in um, social media, all the all the different social media. Thank you. Um, it's nice. It's it's nice to get the get the word out and and have have the feedback that it did. Um, yeah, especially when we don't know necessarily how people are going to react. Like Bill wanted to do this, I was in full support because of my yeah. background and just having Aggie Nation like immediately reaching out in various ways to let us know that it resonated with them was really special. Yeah. Um, I actually had a friend from college in my time at college. She was in the multicultural student services with me. Um, she reached out and was letting me know that she actually works um, in suicide prevention as her, her job. And um, she was telling me that she uses, I'm sorry, I'm just pulling this up. I'm reading it yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's actually an app and it's the suicide safety plan by Eddie Liu. Liu spelled, or Lou, I don't know how you say that, to be honest. L-I-U. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it's a very good app. Um, it kind of helps people with action plans and or the safety plans and, and guidelines during the crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's an app. apparently it's a pretty easy-to-use app, and it's yeah. really effective. Uh, so that was kind of cool to get that information. We got lots of other resources. If you feel like you need more, reach out to us. We don't want to cover them all here, but we got some awesome emails with various resources that actually were yes. awesome for us. Uh, but that was one that we thought was probably the most, uh, I think, si- one of the simpler ones is yeah. having an app on your phone or something yeah. like that. Is because, I mean, you never, to- you never know when you're right. going to need something like that. And, right. And, uh, you know, it's it's always a great, great little uh, resource to have. Yeah. Um, but we, we had some really cool opportunities we got a really cool opportunity um thanks to kellen's um brother yeah um congressman yeah just a little background i I was just gonna say oh yeah i guess you did touch on it yeah so how it kind of went is i mentioned the hotline that they're trying to pass through legislation so that nationwide there's a number just like 911 that's a mental health um hotline that you can dial into uh, for help either yourself or if you're trying to help somebody else through it um and i I mentioned that my younger brother was like well congressman stewart uh chris stewart is uh the author of that bill and my brother used to 
uh, work with Chris. He also was really close friends with his sons. So he actually got us in touch with his communications manager, and we actually got the chance to interview him uh, yeah. to get an update on that. And he's a former Aggie, which is awesome. Yep. Uh, we get to talk to him a little bit about that. Uh, and that's what Bill's alluding to in yeah. this cool episode. Yeah, so we... Um you know, we didn't want to make it a full episode. We didn't and, have time to either. Yeah, because he's, yeah. you know, he's very busy they're right now. They're in session, it yeah, turns out. Yeah, in session. <laughs> yeah, and so it was very, very good of him to be able to take some time. We were very appreciative that he would take Absolutely. the time out of his day. It was, you know, late in the evening for him already yep. when he would speak with us um, to just go ahead and kind of tell us about the bill. Um, but... He did say that he, when he had some time, we could actually get a full real yeah. episode on. So that yeah. would be really fun. Yeah, he has a really interesting story from growing up in Northern Cache Valley to yeah. to what he's doing now in Washington D.C. Yeah, and we'll let him tell you because we're yeah. gonna, we'll we'll show you, you know this uh, interview we did with him real quick. But there's some really, I mean, world record holder, yeah, um, author, congressman, author, um, husband, father, yeah, like yeah. lots of cool stuff. So. Yep. Let's just let, we'll get into that real quick, and then we'll come back and just chat at you for a quick sec. But like I say, short episode today. Okay, uh, so we're here with Congressman Chris Stewart. Um, I got my, obviously my boy, Kellen. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, dude? <laughs> um, Congressman Stewart has been very kind to uh, take some time out of, out of his time yeah. here with us and speak <laughs> with us. Um, as our listeners know, we did a... Um, a podcast beginning of the month on the suicide awareness. And uh, there's some pretty special stuff that Congressman Stewart has been uh, a part of and his legislation here. Uh, but let's first start off by just kind of introducing who he is and, and mention that he is an Aggie. So yeah. uh, Congressman, where, where are you from? Uh, I'm from, I'm actually from Cash Valley there. I grew up in the Northern part of the Valley and then moved to North Logan when I was 15, I think. So I, I went to Skyview. That, uh, thinking on it, I was a senior class president of a <laughs> Skyview high class of, I don't know, 1860 or something. <laughs> Got an early start in politics then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe me, I wish I'd known now what, or knew then what I knew now. But uh, yeah, I graduated from Utah State and went in the Air Force spent 14 years as pilot in the Air Force and then came back and lived there in Richmond uh, for a couple of years and then eventually ended up in Farmington. So I am uh-huh. a, I'm a cash valley boy, no doubt. Hey, we love it. And, and as I don't know if all my listeners know that I'm actually a Richmond boy too. Yep. So that's, that, that brings a little, little tear to my yeah. heart there. <laughs> and a Skyview well, Bobcat. It's one of the, well, it's one of the prettiest places in the valley. I mean, they're below Cherry Creek. is a special, special place. Yeah, I can tell you're not from Richmond because it's Cherry Crick. If you're from Richmond, Crick. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I've had this conversation, but uh, I'm going to go with Cherry Creek, and then we'll fight this out later. Big deal. <laughs> so uh, something that I was curious about before we kind of dive into the legislation, didn't you? You were a pilot for was it B-52s? Uh, B1s. B1s, that's what it was. And didn't you hold a world record at some point or oh, yeah. something like that? Uh, yeah, I actually still do. Okay. Uh, three three world speed records, including uh, the world's record for the fastest nonstop flight around the world. That's that's the one. That I is remember. so that's cool. That's incredible. Yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> a lot more fun than being in Congress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. I imagine, yeah. 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 
And then you also have authored some books. I've read your books, a couple of them. Um, talk to us a little bit. How, how does that happen? I know uh, you, you wrote some some really kind of more religious things as well as some more, uh, I guess, military-oriented things. Is that something you, you jumped into right out of the military? Or talk to us a little bit about your authoring career. Yeah, people ask me about that all the time. Uh, I took a creative writing class. I went one year at BYU. My wife was teaching school down there. I took a creative writing class down there, and uh, I, I didn't do very well. I really struggled with creative writing. And okay. My teacher told me I had no future at all as a writer, and so I never I never thought about it. But uh, when I was in the Air Force, I had this idea. I remember I was, I had, we just had a little baby girl, and I was rocking her to sleep one night, and I had this idea, and I thought, I should... There should be a movie or a book, and yeah. I started writing and ended up writing my first two books while I was in the Air Force. And then uh, after, like, say, after seven or fourteen years, we separated, and I spent uh, most of my time writing. After that, I've written I don't know eighteen or twenty books, and wow. you know, wow. multiple New York Times bestseller. I've had interestingly, I have uh, I, I'm one of the few authors I know who has had New York Times bestsellers on both the fiction and the nonfiction list. And wow. uh, so we did some on American history and world history. I wrote those with my brother, Ted. That's right. And then I've done, done fiction, you know, military techno thrillers and, you know, a, a couple of things here and there. That's incredible. Well, maybe one day we'll have to try to schedule more time with you. Maybe when you're in Utah, we'll have you to the studio or something and, and try to schedule more time because we'd love to dive into some of those topics as well. But I know that Bill and I are both anxious to talk to you a little bit about this legislation that was recently uh, passed. And uh, before we got recording, I know you mentioned briefly uh, that you've been working on it for some time. Um, yeah. Let's let's jump into that a little bit. Uh, talk to us a little about what is the bill? What does it consist of? Maybe a high level overview, and then we can dive into some more questions from there. Yeah, it's really simple, actually. And I think, Bill, you said that you had struggled with uh, depression at one time in your life. And, yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, if we were to if, if I were to be in a group with a hundred people and if I were to ask them, how many of you have had someone in your family, someone that you're very close to who has attempted suicide or committed suicide? I mean, it, it's shocking the number of people who will raise their hand. It's most of the people. Yeah. And interestingly, I think if I would have asked that question five years ago, the numbers would have been the same, but a lot of people would not have raised their hand. Exactly. They, they were afraid to or embarrassed or, you know, it was just too private. And I'm glad that, it is a little easier for now for people for us to talk about this, but uh, for those of us who have had this, this tragic experience or, or as I said, a suicide or attempted suicide in, our, in some circle of people that we love, we know that it, that it is, uh, it's, it's a tragedy. And, you know, the numbers on it are startling. Every 12 minutes, someone mm. inside the U.S. Uh, commits suicide, and for every suicide-related death, there's 25 attempts. Holy and that's cow. an awful lot, of, an awful lot of, awful lot of heart, heartache and pain. And and the legislation just does one thing. And 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 if you were to find yourself in the middle of a mental health crisis, either yourself or your son or your daughter or you know your spouse, whoever it might be, and you needed help, there there's help to get, but you don't know what it is. If if you want to call the suicide prevention hotline number in Logan, it's different than it would be in St. George and than it would be in L.A. or New York. Yeah. It can be different city to city. It's certainly different state to state. And what we want to do is designate a very simple three-digit number that would be a national suicide prevention hotline number. And it's taken us three years to get there. 
but we we finally are in the final stages, and the FCC has designated nine eight eight as that three digit number, and we'll uh, we'll finalize legislation I think in the next couple months, and then I think shortly after that, anywhere in the country, we will and we'll, we'll, there's a massive um, advertising informational campaign to let people know mental health crisis, suicide prevention nine eight eight. And there's no question this is going to save lives. There's oh, no yeah. question this is, this is going to help people yep. who, in a real desperate time, need it. So, if you don't mind me asking, what made you what made you passionate about making this happen? What what made you want this to become a thing and, and bring it to light rather than let it kind of stay in the dark and not have that number? Well, it's a couple things. Number one is, as I said, I have had someone close to me who has attempted suicide. In fact honestly in the course of my life more than one person yeah uh and, I, and i've seen the heartache that those individuals are going through and that is caused in the families i, I spoke with a with a close friend of mine just last week who her 20 year old son uh, committed suicide and i mean i have conversations with people on weekly on this now and I, I didn't imagine that i would go to congress and this was my goal it just it just was one of those things where i realized hey this this is a problem we could we could fix this problem, and I have to give credit as well to an initiative there in Utah. We had a couple of state legislators in Utah, uh, Representative Edison and Representative Thatcher, who were were already trying to do something similar to this throughout the state. And uh, and you know, this isn't just one guy who had an idea and carried it out. There were a lot of people who helped us along the way. Oh, I'm sure. But. Uh, Again, it was just one of those things we, we realized there's a problem and there's a solution for it and uh, that we could probably implement the solution. That's awesome. And part of, uh, as we kind of know, being in Congress, it can take time to get these kinds of, of, of legislations, I guess, this kind of legislation passed. What, what does that process look like? You mentioned that it's taken upwards of three years to, to finalize. Yeah. I know other things kind of get pushed along ahead of, of legislation. Uh, what is that process like? Why was this such a time-consuming project, though it is a noble cause? Well, I think there's probably two things I would say on that. Number one is just kind of the scope. Give people a sense mm-hmm. of the scope of what we would deal with in Congress. In a two-year period of a, one congressional session, you know, we we start in January right after the election, and that Congress lasts for two years until the next election. In that two-year period, we will have submitted before the Congress something more or close to 7,000 proposed pieces of legislation. Wow. So one, one of them is just a boatload of, of legislation that's out there. And, of course, most of those will not actually be signed into law, but there's 7,000 proposals that you have to sort through. So one of the initial challenges wow. is just getting people to support it. Yeah. Now this one, this one was easy in the sense that, you know, who opposes an idea like this that's right. so simple and so obvious? It doesn't cost any money. Uh, it's not, 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 not partisan. It, it, you know, it's a problem for Republicans yeah. and Democrats equally. Yep. And uh, I think it's, I think it's worth noting that again, not, not partisan, not divisive, didn't cost any money and still took us three years to do it. It just kind of shows that the mechanisms of Congress yeah. can move very slowly. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, it's one of those things you just got to keep pushing and, and you just got to keep, keep people talking about it, get more co-sponsors, get more people to sign on and, and then eventually you get the vote and, uh, and then you get it to the president's desk. That's incredible. That, that paints a, a much clearer picture to, to us, uh, 
that are not involved as heavily in politics. I didn't realize there was that much legislation that's trying to be pushed through in, in those yeah in those sessions. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow. Well, we appreciate the effort on that because I know that that's a lot of tireless work on your end just to get it to this point. And you mentioned uh, a team of people uh, working on it. But uh, for me and Bill, and especially those that have listened to our previous episode, uh, this is a topic that hits close to home. And I was fortunate enough to bring it up to my younger brother who knows your son. Uh, and they were uh, he, they were like, you need to reach out to, to a Congressman Stewart, or in their case, they called you Chris, uh, and have him talk about this. He's actually, he authored this this bill that, that is passing. And so I'm glad that we got the chance to talk to you about it well i'm honored to be with you guys let's come back and talk about some other stuff and uh, thanks for helping us spread the word because uh as we, as we said and you all certainly know and have agreed this this can make a difference it can save lives so this is a beautiful thing and and on that note sorry bill i didn't mean to no. cut you off one thing i wanted to point out uh th- you mentioned it briefly but this isn't necessarily just for suicidal thoughts or tendencies, but could be a mental illness issue, panic attack. Is, is that, is that accurate? Yeah. Is it something that they can seek help yeah. of, of any kind? Yeah. Can you kind of expound yeah. on what kind of, of, of situations would be a worthy call here? Yeah. So it's a national suicide prevention hotline number, but there'll be other, uh, crisis that it would address as well. Okay. For, for example, if, uh, uh, you, you know, perhaps, you know, we don't want people calling us because they're sad yeah. or mm-hmm. because they've had a bad day. I mean, it, it's got to be more meaningful than that. But there are other mental health crises other than just an, you know, an impending suicide or the threat of suicide mm-hmm. from someone around you. And so if it deals with mental health, a mental health crisis, uh, that would be the purpose of, of this number. So if, so if somebody's family member, they're just really scared that they're going to take action some you know, either self-harm or harm somebody else. Is that a, a time they could make that call? Yeah. And I think they'd be able to talk to some counselors and get some advice. Okay. Uh, you know, you, you call 911 and say, Hey, I'm worried about my son and what, and, he's, and what he's threatening to do. And if there's not an imminent threat right there, if he's not right. you know, in imminent danger, they're, they're not going to be able to help you. But in this case, they would be able to refer you to, or even, you know, immediately be able to talk you through and give you some suggestions on, like I said, any mental health crisis, not just an impending suicide or suicidal uh, thoughts. That's perfect. Great to understand and appreciate it. And that number again is 988. Yep, 988. So perfect. when you'll hear that a thousand times, just like <laughs> we know 911, now it's going to be 988. When, when will that be up and going? Is that currently going or when does that start? No, no not yet. We have to... Uh, the, kind of complicated, but the first piece of legislation compelled the FCC to do the study and make the recommendation. They've done that now. So now we've got to pass the final piece, which is actually authorizing the 988 number. We'll do that sometime this fall. And then they have a year to implement it, but they've told us, the FCC has told us they can do it much faster than that. Awesome. We think we think probably within 90 to 120 days after the legislation is passed wow. awesome. and authorized that most of the country will have 988 up and running for them. Perfect. Well, we, we look forward to that. I, I really think this is going to be a life-saving legislation and just a, a great a resource for people in a, in a really dark place. Absolutely. No doubt. Well, we appreciate it, Congressman Stewart. Uh, thanks for joining us. And again, we'll have to have you on when, when you're in town one of these days. Maybe we can carve out an hour of your time. I look forward to it, and thanks for the opportunity, gentlemen. We, we will talk with you later. Have okay. a good one. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it was an amazing opportunity to be it able to, to chat with him like that. 
um, very gracious. And, and so very, pertinent to what you know the month is and yeah. our episode, and to hear that 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 bill has gone this far and is likely to be approved, you know, this fall to yes. be finalized. And I love that this sounds like that the what did you say the SEC is willing to expedite it to have yeah. it done with up to you know maybe even as quickly as a ninety to one hundred and twenty days from yeah. the time the bill is written and finalized or signed. Uh, that's that's incredible. That's yeah. exciting and and it's awesome. And I think it alludes to, and he did as well in his conversation with us, but alludes to the, the, I guess the, the, the current status of mental health and how it's less taboo and it's more, we need yep. to talk about these things. Yep. And, um, and that's what I really enjoyed about talking with him is that he understood that and he, he was, that's why he wanted to, you know, kind of work through this, this yep. legislation. Hey, again, uh, you know, just wrapping up here, I want to say that if you're having trouble, if you know somebody's having trouble, you know, reach out. If you're the one having trouble, I know that it's hard to reach out. You know, you mm-hmm. might not be able to. Um, mm-hmm. But hold on till till I can reach out to you. You know, till you're in a yeah. place where you can reach out to somebody. Just hold on. Um, don't lose the hope. Um, it's it's out there, and and you know. I think everybody, everybody can agree with me that there's love. There's love for you. Yeah. So. Hang on. Hang on. Thank you very much for, for taking the, the time to, to listen to our little follow-up episode. Yep. And uh, every Aggie's a legend. What's your story? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>